Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Good wishes and great love. Welcome. I am happy to be with you today and to dive into your rebelhood. Right now, that is the walk that many of us are here to take because there are things that are going on in the world that sometimes don't feel right, that don't appear to be love, that don't look or feel the way that humanity should feel. And in those moments, there's a part of us that has to rise up and be the rebel. It's not your job to fix anything. It is not your place to change others. It is not your purpose to heal another. You are not here to save the world. Purify how you view the world. Express the beauty of your essence. And be timeless, boundless, creative capacity. I thought I'd take a step back and give you an overview of one of my earlier books titled Your Journey to Enlightenment, 12 Guiding Principles to Connect with Love, Courage, and Commitment in the New Dawn. The material within this book is relevant now more than ever because it's time to present a vision of the potential of humanity, not just as some mysterious league of awakened light beings, but as a race of fully matured, enlightened children. We are at a time where things can feel like a struggle. We are at a turning point in humanity's journey. Not a turning point, a churning point. This means it's a place of agitation. And settling beneath the surface is this palpable tension that all of us feel. It's a buildup of generations upon generations being conditioned to believe that we are less than what we really are. In truth, that we're not what we are at all. This rising within is stirred by the wake-up calls of our time. And those wake-up calls are the things outside of us that bring on the stress, the tension, the conflict, the war, any of the feelings, sensations, and experiences that rub against us in a very uncomfortable way. This rising of wake-up calls is showing up as the systems of our world crumble around us. And it may feel safer to retreat into the old ways of survival, fear, and isolation. It may sound practical to hold back and be cautious. It may really make sense to not ruffle any feathers or stir up the waters. These would be the answers if your intention is to stay limited, stuck, confined, enslaved, and unconscious. Although the gravity rests within the enormous risk to our collective well-being, settling for what we believe we have been dealt individually is how the churning began in the first place. Now more than ever, there's an even greater risk to not living out the true authentic nature and power that has been hidden, forgotten, and deeply suppressed as familial pathology. This power and knowing is steeped in your cells, and it's rising, in fact swelling, beneath the churning. It does feel like agitation, and sometimes the skin feels tight around the body. There's a sense that the energy running through the physical body 
cannot contain itself. Many might mistake that for modern-day stress. However, it is something very different. The agitation is a shake-up, a lifting, in fact. It is likened to a snake shedding its skin. And as we rub up against the uncomfortable or threatening circumstances, the rough patches, the skin that binds will eventually shed. The sharp points of life are tearing at it, tearing at us, so that the bigger beingness of who we are may have an opportunity to emerge. But this requires our movement, the willingness to twist and turn, to expand beyond our own self-imposed boundaries. This is the opening moment of cellular realization, that so much of what we believe ourselves to be is actually a lie or a very grand distortion of the truth. The tightness you experience is because a deep knowing is surfacing. You are bigger than the vehicle being inhabited. You are more connected than simply the things you touch with the body. The truth of who you are cannot be confined. The stress is the tension of conformity. That's a lot of what we're talking about today. Conformity, conditioning, and constriction. And how we move beyond these places. Human conditioning has created varied forms of what I call the Stepford human. And this just can't sustain. The falsehoods that we have come to follow can no longer sit lodged in our systems. This is a dissonant vibration that reveals itself as something that might look like fear, but it has the opportunity to be so much more. This is truly an awakening, not one that we wait for. It is not awakening by some outside force. This awakening, present here and now, today in these times, is one to be consciously invited and invoked. Each individual's awakening has to be self-initiated and celebrated integration. We have to inspire it, becoming self-illumined and claiming the gifts that we've always had. You see, the awakening from human to human, H-U-E-M-A-N, requires that we move from the references of what was to the presence of what is. And that is is a capital I-S. It is the essence, the divinity, the power of the Christ light that is within each and every one of us waiting to be ignited, invoked, inspired, initiated, and expressed. The only importance for what was is to create the initial bridge that we must cross as you let go of the greatest illusion of all. And that's the inheritance of woundedness from generations, hell belief systems, entities of stuckness and attachment. Those attachments to emotion and experience. It's letting go of the idea that we are mere humans in a vertical timeline composed of what has been compounded in the past. Instead, we are creative expression of divinity in a playground that holds no time, only space, 
within a horizontal configuration, all of which exists right now. You see, the human is a light ray embodiment that every individual brings. We bring this in as an individuation of our divinity, expressing in, as, and through each one of us. And we see our physicality, but in actuality, we are energy light streams of sound and color. We are multidimensional in nature, reawakening to the fullness of that radiant embodiment. It is also the recognition and acknowledgement of that light, of that natural essence of divinity that we express as. We each hold a sacred genius and a style. Our light body reflects that. The divine ray of color each persona streams sheds light onto life for experience to experience itself as a unique piece of the puzzle, unique in creation and creativity, but the same in capacity and ability. We're all equal in our divine capacity and co-creative ability to manifest upon this planet. But we have to unlock that. It's time to release the idea that we live and then we die. We have to purge ourselves of the beliefs that we're subject to any type of dogma, political, religious, social, or otherwise, even the dogmatic interpretations of universal law. It's time to be of the no mind, to be unknowing, and to dive into the unknown. You see, in stepping across this bridge of consciousness, you're beckoned to look at who you are being. You're asked to gauge how you are doing. You're being teased into aliveness, something that few people have truly known. It's time to make the conscious choice to leap into unknowing. We have decades where we chose to continually look back in order to move forward. We needed to know that. We wanted to cling to history. The mind had to figure it out, and the body required something to do, something that made sense and filled the time. In today's time, that looks like distraction and busyness. That is not who we are. It has never been. It is why life has never seemed to fully work. So why are so many people having the state of our world conversation. Multiple voices around the globe continually bring attention to the plights that we face in this moment in hopes to awaken those that slumber. They're asking us to be aware, to make choices, to respond, to act on behalf of our children, humanity, and Mother Earth. But they are asking humans who are holding the baggage of the human condition to also carry the weight of fixing the erupting chaos that appears everywhere. The past taught us to be revolutionary, and we have been shown how to fight in war and fight for peace, but we're fighting nonetheless. Revolutions are a reaction to circumstances, not necessarily resolutions to them. For a new experience of humanity and the awakening to being human, We must choose something radically different. The fact is, everything that's crumbling is for our good. Our world falling apart might be in divine order. Most 
most because it just can't be otherwise. The universe is set up as a self-organizing system. What is happening in politics, economics, healthcare, relationships, religion, and even in other countries is the process of systems writing themselves. And we're part of that natural order that organically self-organizes. And it's time to write ourselves as well. Because as long as we're distracted, disheveled, misaligned, unconscious, and asleep, we become the creators of that very reality that we keep fighting against. We have become as outmoded as the systems that are crumbling. We've been fighting the changes on the outside and equally fighting the changes on the inside. The human being and the manner in which it has functioned will not be able to survive if we continue being who we've been, doing as we've done and living how we've lived, or basing our choices on what we knew. The greatest weakness is the perception through which we view ourselves, through which we know ourselves. So it's easy to want to stand against and fight what we see. It's also easy to acknowledge where we are and that something must change. But that is still just being an observer. Each individual must change. Revolution storms against society against economic structure, against religion, against the government and politics. Revolutionaries fight the systems in place. They rest in a negative state of creation. They're fueled by the power to protest. Revolutionaries demand by force. There is no time for revolution. But it may very well be a time for rebellion. A rebel fully committed to living the unknown, a lion here to roar, and be king of its own existence and creation. It is time to become the rebel, one who is willing to stand in his or her uniqueness, completely living beyond the forms and functions of existing societal paradigms. It is one who desires to be a pioneer, innovative and creative. The rebel stands ready for experience, and the ongoing expansion of being experienced, experiencing itself. You see, a rebel's action comes out of their deepest silence and spontaneity. It is not of the mind. It can only be from the radical passion of the heart and soul. The rebel knows only adventure, living in the yes that is the precursor to action. The rebel creates, giving birth to the self, via constant passionate experience. This is the new man, the human, heralding a new age. This human creates in all possibility, allowing access to unknown dimensions within and without. Your steps toward accepting the gifts that are within you and awakening to the hue of your divine power is the road that will unleash a multidimensional experience of you. This new way of being will allow for a more panoramic view of life rather than using tunnel vision to look at it. Tunnel vision has had you running all over the place trying to reach one fixed destination. Tunnel vision has had you on a journey instead of the panoramic view of being the journey. The panorama allows you to experience all possibilities creation has for you 
as you and presents a path of synchronicity and symbolism that can be followed. Today I'm talking about my book, Your Journey to Enlightenment, 12 Guiding Principles to Connect with Love, Courage, and Commitment in the New Dawn. The topic of this book can seem very, very serious. However, when you pick up this book, what you'll find is that playfulness dances and shimmers across each page of the text. The creative structure of this book gives you a strong sense of purpose and form, while at the same time the words loop and curve like many different faces of a living river. I'm inviting you into my heart. Through fragments of poetry, praise, prayer, and song, I invite, invoke, and insist on the need for you to empower yourself. This is a new kind of book. It is a book bursting with life. You might almost imagine the words themselves wanting to leap off the page and run down to the river to play. And this kind of book needs to be read in a certain way. You see, truth does not reveal itself to a frown of concentration. It opens to a lighter touch. So you have to read this book without expectation, without any sense of pressure. The way you would eat an ice cream, without too much care, but with a wicked sense of delight. It's how I wrote the book, and it's how I wish for you to join me as a friend, as an equal, rather than placing me on any kind of pedestal. I'm going to share more of the playfulness of this book as we return from the commercial break, but I wanted to set the stage of why we must dive into a more playful attitude, into a more enlightened state of being, when we have so much that seems the opposite of that. I invite you to visit my website, IamSimran.com, and you can look at all of my books. I'd love for you to pick up your journey to enlightenment, 12 Guiding Principles to Connect with Love, Courage, and Commitment in the New Dawn. It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble as well. And while you're there, you can pick up my brand new book, Living, The Seven Blessings of Human Experience. Within that also, I talk about the path of the rebel as one of the walks, one of the seven paths that are available to you through the blessings. Once again, you can find out more at the link at the top of the show page or going to my website, IamSimran.com. We'll be right back after these messages with more of your journey to enlightenment, 12 guiding principles to connect with love, courage, and commitment in the new dawn. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444, People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. 
Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Will you play in the light of unknowing? I want to play with you. I can't see you, but I can hear you. The center of my world. Do not tell me where I'm going. Do not tell me who I am. Do not show me my vast possibility. Let me discover it from where I stand. Play with me, universe. Bring me the messages. Present the gifts and coincidence. Ah, the synchronicity and signs. Let my discovery of them be mine to align. In the moments of my walk, I shall learn how to listen, see, and talk. It is all a gift resting in the vast unknown, the multidimensional me I am waiting to be shown. I had forgotten the essence of my nature. I have forgotten to play. I forgot how to play. It is time to remember. I will to play with you each day. This is from Your Journey to Enlightenment. Are you ready for enlightened living? Your Journey to Enlightenment lays out guiding principles that will help you discover how to live in constant unfolding potential without attachment to outcomes. To live awake and aware, soaring as a magnetizing force in personal and global expansion. Live and walk an authentic path of devotion, unlocking your inherent gifts, and live a process of self-activated awakening for the mastery of the multidimensional experience. I am the publisher of 1111 Magazine, the author of Conversations with the Universe, Your Journey to Love, Your Journey to Enlightenment, and my newest book, Living, The Seven Blessings of Human Experience. I host... 1111 Talk Radio, which has been on the air since 2009. And the thing that I have begun to realize is that the books that I've written are profoundly important for today's time, even the ones that I wrote several years ago. And for that reason, I'm wanting to share with you some of the insight for this book, Your Journey to Enlightenment, 12 Guiding Principles to Connect with Love, Courage, and Commitment in the New Dawn. You can find out more at my website, imsimran.com, or cling, uh, click on the banner at the top of the show page. 
Do you remember when you transitioned from the label of child to grown up? Can you recall that moment when you knew you had stepped into adulthood? Most people do. They remember being children until they weren't. They remember being adults even more so. And although we carry memories of being children, and perhaps some remnants of it continues, the next phase of life begins at some point, and for most of us, probably too soon. We become the adult, serious, responsible, practical, safe, all part of the real world. We learn to survive. We pick up patterns and behaviors that help us cope as we attempt to thrive Some might say those moments stood for love, courage, and commitment. However, if they did, they were based upon the old paradigm of staying safe, in survival mode, and gripped with fear. So at the time, those things, love, courage, and commitment, were actually a call for love, a strong will, and cultural, generational, and familial obligation. And that is something that we all have inherited through time. Our stories may be different, and yet our experience is so much the same. And in truth, the essence within us, the light of divinity that we are here to rediscover, is what makes us equal. You see, the falling away of masks often mirrors the falling away of life. You may have noticed that when career, relationships, marriage, identity, and beliefs start to shift and crack away, it is because the masks are ready to crack and fall apart. And it may seem like life pulls these things from you, but you must understand, there is no one in the room but you and God. And God, source, universe, or that highest part of yourself, your soul, will only give you what you're deeply asking for. Have you really stopped to listen for what your soul is asking for, for what your depths are asking for? Oftentimes what the mind and the ego want is such a surface experience, and we will reach for things with desperation, with pure will, with desire, with hunger without taking the time to stop and really see what does my core desire, what is my essence really seeking. And oftentimes our essence is seeking something that is really quite simple and pure, like love, or being cherished, or community, or connection. But the mind makes it complicated. The mind wants to go after stuff. It wants power in a dominant way. It wants the accumulation and the attachment to material things. And that is why the masks start falling away and life starts cracking open. I've certainly known all of these experiences in my own life. It's how I write my books. All of my writings always come from personal experience. The first three in the the first trilogy do have portions of my own personal story. The second three books that I have releasing this year simply have the wisdom for you to place in your own story. And that's why it was so important to talk about the rebel today. Because as the pressure of the world builds and everything seemingly needs to change, as we experience 
different causes and catastrophes and cataclysms that lie in wait, it appears that there is much to be enraged about, much to stand against, and that so many are in need because there are too many issues at hand. However, I'm inviting you to be the spiritual creative rebel that does not fight what occurs. You're not denying it. You're not being indifferent or apathetic. But you understand that nothing requires fixing, saving, or healing outside of you. And there's also nothing that requires fixing, saving, or healing inside of you. Fighting what is pours more energy onto the fire. Rather than fighting, what if we were to allow what is to exist? What if we were to be inspired by it to act in a certain way? A spiritual rebel focuses their energy on creating something new while remaining present to feeling the moment. So I'm asking you to transmute your emotional energy through acts of creative expression, to allow your feelings to come through sound and song and dance and poetry and art. For some, this may seem callous and indifferent and unfeeling. However, it's not. This integrates emotional energy allowing it to shift into another form. These methods reconstitute energy so that additional distortion is not created. In choosing this path, you don't judge it, nor the choice of any other, and you pay no attention to those who judge you. As you move through the book, Your Journey to Enlightenment, it's very much about self-initiation. It has everything to do with ceremony and um, invitations, invocations, uh, inspiration, and the integration of material. And the reason is because, as I said before, the only one in the room really is you and God. And life is intended to be an experience of communion. Communion with self, communion with soul, communion with your gifts, your talents, your skills, your heart. It is all meant to be a divine romance, and that is how we connect to the lover and beloved experience. But we have to hold each moment, each experience, and each nuance in that place of sacredness. Last week we talked about holy love, and that's exactly how you have to approach yourself from that space of holy love, fully embracing each and every part of you that exists And allowing all those parts to come along so that there is a full-bodied experience. I have an invitation right at the beginning of the book where I write, You are gracefully invited to the essence of divine unveiling. Be bedecked in beautiful revelry and full-sensory multidimensional experience. The illumination of being is to dance in pleasure, adventure, freedom, gratitude, transparency, and expression, revealing the magic of your soul song, awakening completely play, completing play of hue in the field of unknowing and nebulosity. This union is your breath and your breadth of inspiration, bridging all that is. Find your rebel soul venerated presence. And from that place, We begin crossing the bridge, the bridge from bondage to bonding, service to service, servitude to service, 
um, from allowing yourself to be in rebellion to becoming the rebel, from armor to amour. All of these places are inviting you to move beyond replicating the conditioning that we find ourselves to truly allowing you to being a unique piece of this universal experience. And that is where you step into ego in a completely different manner. So many people think that the ego needs to be destroyed or killed off or humbled or taken down, even completely discarded. Well, first of all, we can never really get rid of the ego. We all have one. Uh, Some have a more dominant ego than others. Others have a false humility type of ego. In all of those cases, the ego is in power. It is in control. That is where the error lay. That is where the sin of understanding exists. If the ego is in power, then you are enslaved. We are here to use the ego to have power over our ego and use it for greater good. And so the first step of that comes from realizing the bondage that we have existed within. The ego is that governing head that you chose as identity because that's your unique point of filtered perspective. And it really did arise out of protection and service for the greater good initially. It helps manage the experience of other heads of state that surround you. And it intentionally has no ill will, but its prime directive is to protect you, to move you forward, to have you thrive. And oftentimes it is the ego that will have you fall asleep and go unconscious. And that is why we have to be vigilant in understanding this ego and move from bondage to bonding with the self to truly understanding the self on every level so that we begin to use the ego to its greatest capacity and as we do so we become of greater service on the planet and that shifts us from servitude to service because bondage will have you in servitude but bonding will move you to acts of service to a humble heart, to a compassionate kindness that is here to lead, guide, and direct humanity in an empowering way. And this comes from uh, the bridge from armor to amour, because the ego will also have armor. It will be guarded. It will be separate. It will fight. But when we drop that armor, when we are no longer guarded, when we do not allow ourselves to see ourselves as separate, we move into the place of amour, move into the place of love. It is the desire for all human beings to love and be loved. In actuality, the greatest desire is to experience unconditional love and the feeling of being completely cherished. Each person has been unconsciously seeking that honoring to be able to celebrate who we are regardless of what we do. And so the place to start that is within oneself, to understand that you are here to begin that type of loving and love. And that moves you to the bridge from replica to rebel. 
Because once you no longer follow the crowd, once you're no longer part of the sheep herd, you start to stand out as the rebel. You start to become that one that is willing to dance and twist and move to the beat of your own drum with looking for your own sense of happiness, of fulfillment, of security that probably won't fit the ideals of the rest of society. But it is the fringe rebels, it is the fringe of society that is actually going to create the change on this planet that is necessary. In truth, we're no longer wounded. That's just the old story. We are masters. We have always been. And it is time to awaken to the light and truth of that. It is the moment to awaken to the play of humans. This is the moment, and this is momentous. The rebel travels a road that few have known. It appears to the outside to be one of risk, and perhaps even insanity, but it is all sane. Many may judge because they have become enamored by their illusions and so caught up in their need to belong. The allure of Maya, the norm of physicality, is a strong manipulator that most people cannot see beyond. How can they know that the degree of attachment to what they have and who they are keeps them feeling alone and afraid? Every attachment and possession builds on and creates fear, loss, and death. And that's what it means to be possessed. That is what we are moving beyond. So as you move forward, remember you are here to play. I want to play with you. Ups and downs, where they go, nobody knows. I am tall, I am small, I am narrow, I am wide. Who am I? You birthed as a divine aha moment. A sacred giggle had you be. In the lightness of love, all of creation had a moment where love fell in love with the thought of you. A stroke of insight and a splash of color. The casting of flesh created like no other. Divinely designed spiritual technology. Engaging sacred entertainment. A divine comedy. A divine tragedy. Stories layered upon one another. The great novel of the universe spanning all space and time. Epic. Uber. Legendary. Written in the stars eons ago. We have forgotten to play. We have forgotten how to play. It is time to remember. Will you play with me? This is from the book, Your Journey to Enlightenment, 12 Guiding Principles of Love, Courage, and Commitment. You can find out more at imsimran.com or order your copy on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Once again, you can click the banner at the top of the show page to see Your Journey to Enlightenment and all of the books that I've written on my website. Uh, my latest book is Living the Seven Blessings of Human Experience, which takes you through your own multidimensional layers and grids so that you can do the work of mastery and awakening humanity. We'll be right back after these messages with more of your journey to enlightenment. you want more more joy more abundance more power and presence how would it feel to have more loving relationships 
more empowered community, greater fulfillment, and life purpose, the 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides, and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Before I get back to my book, Your Journey to Enlightenment, I want to let you know about my brand new series that I am releasing over the course of 2022. This series of three books is about the multidimensional experience of you. It was seven years in the making, and it has completely created a set of instructions that would have come with you had the soul sent them when you were born. The first book, Living the Seven Blessings of Human Experience, is about the self. It is the part of you that lives in the world, that lives, walks, and moves, whether you are awake, asleep, or half asleep, and bumps into the various things that show up in our world. Challenge, conflict, obstacles, chaos, darkness, and death. A cycle that we repeat over and over again throughout our lifetime. As you move through this, you will be given a multidimensional grid that directs you in exactly how to move through any one of these situations, how to rise to a higher octave of yourself, and how to expand the experiences in front of you to be used as paths of personal growth and spiritual empowerment. The second of the series is Being, The Seven Illusions That Derail Personal Power, Purpose, and Peace. That book releases at the end of May, and it is available for pre-order as well. And that book goes into where humanity really must look now. It is about the animal part of us, 
the monster within us, even the devilish part of us that contributes to creating the state of our world as it is. But not only do you get to meet these dense aspects of yourself, you're given the exact instructions as to how to increase frequency and vibration. The illusions of time, money, hierarchy, ego, identity, and even evolution are shared with you in profound ways that will alter your experience, your perspective, and your perception of life and of consciousness. I invite you to start your journey drinking these books in like a hot cup of coffee. They're meant to be read extremely slowly. I only want you to read a few lines a day, maybe a paragraph, or maybe a page. You can read these books while reading other things, but stay with it daily because medicine within the self-realization series will do its work with you. So I invite you to have your copy of Living, The Seven Blessings of Human Experience, and your copy of Being, The Seven Illusions That Derail Personal Power, Purpose, and Peace have their way with you. Today I'm talking about your journey to enlightenment, which is a great read to go alongside it. It allows you to stay lighter and in the fluff. I am the one who sees. I am the I, the I of the universe, a divine one. My vision shines upon the world. I am the divine imagination who paints a world that isn't. I am divine illustration who draws out magnificent works of art. I am the divine sculptor producing great symmetry, forming masterpieces into masterpiece. I am the divine canvas upon which to begin. I cast the line that initiates a grand design. I am the clay. I am the water. I am the potter. I am the fire. I am the clay pot. I am the beautiful gift. I am that which has yet to fill the container. I am the space of the unknown, waiting to become known. The truth is out. To experience itself in human form. And hence the world was created. Remembrance begins with the invitation, the invocation and initiation. However, those three levels are still in the realm of consciousness. That which floats above and around energetic and etheric realms. The acknowledgement of multidimensionality and the honor of being gods on legs requires integration. Consciousness has to be brought into the body and looped back up into spirit. This infinity loop keeps the flow of experience in a state of constant expansion, and the body grounds it. Awareness creates the space for it. Your core empowers it, and your heart raises it. Your energy magnifies it, and your spirit breathes it in, inhaling the experience of embodiment and exhaling the inspiration that channels down into the body. Essence is having a multidimensional experience through you. If you open yourself to more of your sensory perception, you can engage that multidimensional experience quite palpably. It's already there. It need only be accessed. In being conscious of your integration process, you're not only in the flow, but you also align an energetic grid system within the divine master plan, the original divine blueprint. The time has come for you to be of essence. And that starts with form. 
It starts with awareness, the mutation, and the transmutation. You see, awareness is not just being in the now. It is presence with full body, mind, and environmental perception. Your physical form and intimate surroundings have the ability to support you. In moving toward a more expansive experience of dimensionality, you have the conscious ability to alchemically induce mutation and transmutation. Through the embodiment of light, color, breath, and love, you can focus creative capacity into form. You've treated this body nonchalantly, providing it with the most basic of needs, perhaps giving it a little pampering here and there. But have you ever really allowed yourself to acknowledge and tap into the intelligence of your physicality? Have you ever empowered that? You see, your physical body is a breathing, living universe unto itself. It is amassed of many cells, each with its own soul, each with the living history of the world, each with the capacity to evolve. Mutations have occurred in reflection of your shadow nature, carrying that very consciousness. That means that where the shadow inhabited your cells and organs, distortion and at times disease occurred. This was the mutation of that cell or organ as the soul was imprinted by a higher power. You, you were the higher power in that instance. If we really could see the ability of our own consciousness to imprint upon our world, starting with the world within our bodies, we would understand how we are creating the world outside of us. And the beauty of this is we think that we are living in this random world where things have just happened, when in fact, we really are a divine child at play that is creating this world unconsciously. If we became aware of our power, of our presence, of where our energy is placed, we would see exactly what and how we're creating. I am the one who plays. I am a child of the universe, a divine one. My laughter lights up the world. My song is the sound of creation. I am the divine devilish one who creates mischief with a sly smile. I am the divine angelic one that embraces with a compassionate eye. I am the divine godly one creating in love in every moment. I am the divine scale of balance that also disciplines my experience. I am the light that is to color this world. I am the harmony that rises once all sound is heard. I am the space of the unknown waiting to be known. The truth is out. And that's just it. That's the truth. We come to earth school to experience and discover ourselves. However, if we become too focused on what we're discovering about others or believing that external things will create everlasting peace, we've sidestepped the curriculum. For people moving into the new dawn, they recognize that they are the inspiration. They are the one to inspire, and they are inspired through the experience of the unknown self. The byproduct is that others see it, feel it, and are also inspired. 
but they will not be able to hold on to it because it's not theirs. If they act from the inspiration to spark their own experience, they will integrate the energy and become a source of experience, but they're lost to someone else's dream. We each have our own dream. We each are here to experience our own divinity. To be inspired means to be breathed or to take in breath. This means that we inhale what surrounds us. We need only breathe it in if we've forgotten how to hold our own. In yoga, there's three parts of the breath. The inhale or inspiration takes in what is outside. Here we fill by receiving. The expiration or exhale is the second. And that takes what is inside and expresses it to the outside. In this case, we empty by giving, allowing an empty vessel for new creation. If this is the case, if you're breathing, then you are life, not just a piece of it. The segment of breathing that is often devalued or considered wrong is holding the breath. But holding of the breath is the most important part. It is the void, the point of choice. Holding the breath is the choice between living or dying. It is the right to keep or let go. It brings the point of being conscious and unconscious to reconciliation. It is the strategic middle ground between the inhale and the exhale, the center point of infinity. Through fear, many of us hold our breath, but that's an unconscious holding of the breath. What I'm speaking of is the loop of infinity, the inhale and the exhale that allows a space to consciously hold the breath so that creation can be expressed in, as, and through you as the divine child. It's time to reawaken to the soul's magic, to have an activation of divine curiosity. It feels squishy. It smells funny. It looks strange. It's so cute. I bet it tastes sour. Touch it. I want to taste it. Shh. Listen, do you hear that? This is the essence of divine curiosity, and that's the opening to everything in life with excitement. We are endowed with the senses that go unused, and they were given to us to celebrate creation. This is all part of your journey to enlightenment, 12 guiding principles to connect with love, courage, and commitment in the new dawn. Thank you for being with me in the revisiting and exploration of this book, and I invite you to get your copy from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or you can go to my website, imsimran.com. Until next week, in love, of love, with love and as love, be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.